0: welcome to the pick truth podcast where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat
1: a truth can range from a bell pepper to a carolina reaper
0: let's get started Welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host. <laughs> I'm, I'm here with my co-host.
1: Lamont Hearn Jr.
0: And we're here to bring the heat. So it's been a week. It's been a week. We're, we are off schedule. Like we're recording on a different day. We uh, And it feels different for me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I had a rough week. Uh, this has been a rough week from work and home and everything else. But I have a best friend who shout out, who uh took care of me, made me cookies, gave me chicken wings and ices. So oh, God, you had a good blo- one. I did, and I got to watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia without interruption. Mm. I can't watch that in front of the kids. It is. Epically inappropriate, yeah. and I don't need to explain why someone's addicted to crack, or you know what kind of craziness they did this episode. So that's fair.
1: That's uh, very fair.
0: But it was it was a rough week, but I am glad it's almost over. How about yourself?
1: Um, weirdly enough, I don't have much to say about my week, but I do have something to say about a TV show similar to what you mentioned. So I started watching Community on Netflix like a couple months ago, maybe a month ago and uh, there's a very stark contrast between the first three seasons and the last three seasons. It gets really weird. So the first three seasons, Donald Glover also known as Childish Gambino is on there and Chevy Chase. Um, Chevy Chase gets written off due to some issues and conflicts with the guy who's directing the show, I believe. Um, And then Childish Gambino left to do music and obviously, you know, stay woke and, even though I know it's not the name of the song, but, you know, Redbone, sorry, is the name of the song and all the other stuff he's done. But um, it's a weird shift. And by the end of it, I was like, that's the one thing I refused to let happen to our podcast. Mm. Is it, it was, you could tell it just existed just because, like, the, at that point, everything that made the show interesting was just gone. All the characters' interactions were different. It would almost be like if we came in and was like, all right, hey, Vicky, what's your truth?
0: today my truth is
1: pepper 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 he he ha ha next one you know what i mean and it, it was just it was so by the book or they went as far off as they possibly could and i was like okay as long as we are staying within the format but it's not dull i'm good
0: like authentically ourselves absolutely it's- do we really have something meaningful to say about each of these lovely truths right, right, or right. or not? Yeah. Um, yeah, I follow you.
1: Yeah, and that, that's what I got from it. And at that point, I was like, the good part is since we we have a connection beyond this podcast, it's not like we couldn't deviate to do something, something different. different. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was just that's what connected for me this week. Oh, and birthday parties that we Have upcoming, of course. Other than that, that's it for me. Oh,
0: my goodness. We have a celebration for my mother-in-love this Sunday.
1: Ah. And then
0: my brother-in-love is having a celebration of sorts the next Sunday.
1: Oh, is this?
0: This is us meeting the... the significant other oh. and the significant other's family. So he's having a whole. Also, oh, he's got
1: he's making he's getting the families to meet. He's now. getting the
0: families to meet. He, That's pretty serious. We're doing a barbecue, and well, he's doing a barbecue. Don't need to bring nothing but our smiles, and so we're going to bring our smiles and some.
1: Does he? Can he work a group? I
0: ain't got nothing to do with any of this. I'm supposed to show up. That's what I'm doing.
1: I, I respect that. I just feel like when somebody asks you to come somewhere without any other. Nourishment for yourself.
0: Wendy's is around the corner. If if need be, yeah,
1: that's fair. If need
0: be, I will I will take some Wendy's for the for the team. (laughs) But no, but he has his mom and daddy there, so I'm sure. Yeah, my brother in love is twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So it'll be nice to meet his significant other. Mm. This one, (laughs) (laughs) we got a lot going on, and I'm like, my husband's trying to. Right, finish this dissertation. We will be doctor and doctor Harris, mm. so it's just a tight time to be doing stuff. Yeah. All right. So I'm ready for my first truth. Um, All right. So the, I have two. Mm-hmm. My second one is super long. I mean, okay. it is very long, but I thought it was a good read. Okay. Um. So we'll we'll see how it goes, but I'll jump into my first one. All right. And this one is titled. I dropped a few dollars worth of change down a classmate's butt crack in high school. The classmate's name was Sam. He sat in the next row over, two seats ahead of me in chemistry. He always wore his pants real low. So they were usually a good two to three inches of butt crack showing. One day I had a roll of quarters in my backpack and the kid next to me dared me to drop one down Sam's butt crack as if it were a coin slot. I did it fast and sneaky as I could, and uh he just didn't notice. So I dropped another one a few minutes later, then another one. Still, he somehow didn't notice. After I dropped about maybe $2 into his crack, he started looking around suspiciously and shifting in his seat. So I only did it a couple of more times. When the class was dismissed, he stood up, and all the change fell down his pants and onto the floor. He looked so confused. Only me and the kid next to me knew uh, how the coins got there. Anyway, I'm sorry, Sam. You were a nice person, and I honestly didn't have anything against you. I hope you brought yourself a belt with that money.
1: High school. <laughs> petty. Super petty. Okay, so before I can even rate it, my bigger question is, how did you not feel it? How is that part of your body so desensitized to, to that type of touch that you just didn't feel it? $2 worth of change, that's that's over. That's like, what, a 20-ounce drink or something at, at your regular grocery store or something? That's a lot of change. Even if that was eight quarters, that's a lot. And I'm, I'm just trying to figure out
0: how. How did you not feel that? Yeah. The- and honestly, if you always have your hind parts out, and I have seen people who have that plumber's crack, please cover it up. We don't want to see it. But I, I would imagine you are desensitized. Like if it's always getting air, or it's always out, if something kind of brushes against it, it you wouldn't be like, "Ooh!" Like it. I get. I listen, I don't know. Even with of, eight like, coins, I don't know about that. I I would have felt it. Maybe maybe he liked it. Maybe maybe that's a fetish. You don't know. I have learned a lot of things with this show. You never know. It could be called a pop can, like you know. I like the pop can. Like what? Like that's where you take these quarters and you slide them down the crack of I, I don't know. People have different things. But what would you rate this one? <laughs> <laughs> it's pop can.
1: Um, it's it's a bell pepper. I'm 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 more concerned for sam's hindquarters, quarters i don't know if that should be rated higher but probably not because it seemed very mild it couldn't have irritated much because he didn't feel it um it's funny it's very funny and i i mean i appreciate him being remorseful but the fact that he told sam that i hope you were able to buy a belt with that i don't know what two dollar belt you thought he was gonna buy because mm, mm, sam mm. Klein got pants that fit so sam Wasn't gonna be able to add money to that two dollars that he felt. Now maybe you can drop more change down there. That
0: is just, I can see high schoolers doing that. Yeah, I can see you sitting on the the chemistry little stool, leaning in front of you. I can see me seeing if I can drop one in there and sneaking back and cracking the heck up the whole time and trying to do it again to see how many times I can do it before you get caught. Um, maybe he exaggerated, maybe it wasn't eight, maybe it was three, because three would have been amazing. I would have been like, I got three quarters down. De- I pop-canned him. I got that.
1: <laughs> you coin coining these terms.
0: I pop-canned him. I got three coins in. Yeah, tell me what you about. I mean, you <laughs> you never know. So maybe he's just exaggerating. It wasn't eight, but I could absolutely see right. some high school kids doing that because kids are Dumb, absolutely, yeah, and I would agree with your bell pepper that it's yeah. kind of like if if someone's telling me sitting in front of me and telling me that story, I'm like, you, You're you crazy, there's something wrong with you as a kid, yeah, or you're silly as a kid, there's not even nothing wrong with you, like yeah. you're silly, and yeah, and most kids are silly, so hopefully, that can other people can relate to that, like you know, you may have been a victim to pop canning, or you've made a pop can, uh-huh. so what let's. Let,
1: if that ends up on one of these helpline things, if you've been popcorn, please call. I'm not going to be able.
0: We're going to try to help you out. We don't. You Listen. I wonder if some coins stink. Yeah.
1: I would assume they stink at that point.
0: Well, I think all coins stink. That,
1: yeah. You know. I, I, but I mean, not just regular coin funk.
0: I, I know what you're saying. Was there the aroma of the doo-doo? <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> it could have been. Right. So that was my very first one, my little getting my beak wet here. So I just thought it was funny and silly and I could honestly see dumb kids doing it. I really, really, really could.
1: So, all right. So with my first one, the title is I Broke a Girl's Tailbone Back in Elementary School. Like the title says, I Broke a Girl's Tailbone in Third Grade. I did the one trick where you pull the chair out from under someone as they try to put their weight on the chair. Well, this girl was on the, let's say, heavier side. So when I did it. I didn't pull the chair out far enough, and she bounced on the edge of the seat before hitting the floor with a thump. Then she starts crying, and I just stared for a few seconds, not understanding how a harmless trick could hurt someone that bad. Later that day, she had left school to get it checked out, and turned out she had a broken tailbone. I got called down to the principal's office to speak with her dad, and the only thing I remember from that exchange was that I didn't stop crying from the moment I stepped into the room till long after I had left. I didn't feel too bad about it. I meant it as a harmless prank, and I doubt she remembers it. But in case you're reading this, sorry about that. Now, I must say there was an edit. Okay. He said, having learned that this kind of injury can leave lasting pain for the rest of her life, I feel really bad about it. And once again, say that I'm sorry about what I did, even though I did not mean to harm you in any way.
0: First, uh, again, yeah, I'm glad he had an edit um, because, <clears throat> yo, that is a, like, she might not even remember it. Trust me. She remembers having a broken tailbone at school. So, like, it again, did we get an age range here?
1: Um, or, it was in elementary school, so so we're under ten. 10. Yeah, right? ten and under.
0: This is another example of kids, and I, it's, and I I don't want to make excuses for them, because at some age you need to know this is just inappropriate. Right. You know, pull in a chair out on, from behind someone is it's a jerk move. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's probably something that one of my kids would do, but yeah. it's it's ah uh, this was a hard one. It's maybe a child, chili because I'm judging you, but you're a kid. But uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. This one, I, this one's a little tricky because it's a kid. Right. But as an adult, before you got the feedback, you're like, well, you really don't care. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, why are you confessing?
1: Yeah. I, I wonder if he was confessing and I wonder if he didn't care initially because when I think of the whole idea of uh, pulling a chair out from someone, I think of uh, Monty Python or Pratt fall type things. You get what I mean? So I I wonder if that was his, his thought process keeps going to what he thinks normally occurs is where you pull the chair out. They fall. They don't really hurt themselves. They're more embarrassed. Whereas of course he ended up with the, one of the worst options that could have happened. She actually hit her, bumped herself. And then on top of that ended up hurting herself a little bit more. So, um, I wonder if that's what it kind of was. Like he just wasn't really giving it proper perspective. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's where the issue is. So even as far as m- my rating on it, for me, it was a jalapeno. I think initially I wanted to give him a tag chili because of how much he wasn't really giving it his proper credence. But mm-hmm. at the same time, him going back and, you know, having some sort of remorse, it's still a jalapeno. Like mm-hmm. you still hurt somebody and you got to know, trust me, if that person <laughs> broke their t- they know. They're not sitting here to this day, just going, "Oh no, lilacs and gooseberries." I'm fine, no problem. So,
0: yeah. Uh, then the other part makes me ask a question. So he said he went into an office with, you know, the girl's dad. I'm gonna be honest. Why my kid anywhere talking to anybody's parent when I'm not there? Um, I get it. I really wish I knew the time frame cuz that's some stuff that would have occurred back in the day when I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that occurring now. Right. Like sometimes they don't even tell you the name of the kid, like the parents. Now the kids will say, "It was JoJo, JoJo mm-hmm. Smith, you know the one with the gold teeth? He did it." But um
1: They had go you had gold teeth children in your elementary school?
0: Actually one. Really? Yes. One. How old was this? He, he and my brother are the same age. So my brother okay. is y- younger than me. Yes. And he's... Uh, I don't want to say his name. Right, right, right. But, uh, Anonymity is important. Yeah. Dark-skinned guy. Had a go- one go tooth. Yes. and el- Yeah. Well, I take that back. It was middle school for me. Okay. Because he was in fifth grade, but I was in sixth grade.
1: No, that's still fair because he's still an elementary school kid. I'm going to tell you right now. If I saw any child... <laughs> Uh, even today like if I go into my kid's school and there's a kid in there with a gold tooth it was coming a crown in elementary school
0: Yeah cuz then I remember people having like the gold outline thing Yeah I remember that too and it was called adults I didn't know that there was children who had that Okay so now I got to go ask my brother like am I making this up did he have a gold tooth cuz that was the he had a gold tooth
1: You know what I know this is going to be weird but listen listeners the question for this week's episode is going to be is, who in the hell gives a youth, a 10-year-old and under youth, a goat tooth? And if you know someone, please, I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. What were you going to say? Because I'm, I'm trying to figure out how it, it sounds so... Okay, so I was in elementary school in the 90s. So New Jack City, the whole run, all these different things were out and about, and that's cool. But I just couldn't have imagined a kid who had a go-tooth. Now seeing kids having like Stone Cold Steve Austin shirts that like had him like raising his middle fingers up and stuff like that. But I would have I just feel like if I'd have seen a go-tooth, I would have assumed that they were either a a pimp, <clears throat> a drug dealer. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't think I would have, but it just would have shocked me. It feels like such an adult thing to see. someone with a go to
0: and I guess now if you see it it's just a bunch of kids with a front end that's my brother. I, you know, yeah, I will admit, like, you know, uh my memory is I'm old, but I really do remember him having a go-tooth. He was the only guy I knew with a go-tooth, except for the people who had like that little outline. But now I'm trying to think, were well, they kids are adults? But yeah, he had a go-tooth. Cause see
1: I can understand the idea of you having like a crown or something. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like I wouldn't have been thrown off if you had to pull back and I see it. But if you just got like the gold tooth, like you could pull it out like, you know. It's just, that's just a lot. It's yeah.
0: just a lot. Maybe I got to go back and read now, the 90s. Now I'm going to go check. Cause see, now I'm like, I'll let y'all know next week uh, or the week after. Like, Hey, I talked to my brother. It's what he said.
1: So he, did you actually rate this one?
0: Um Yeah. I, this one I think is a, is a, a tie chili. Okay. It's, I'm judging you. It's not necessarily super hot or super spicy. Right. I mean, you were a big jerk, yeah. but you were a kid. So it's, I had to kind of weigh those options. But I do want to talk to the administrators to understand why you were put alone with somebody's daddy. Yeah. Cause that's not gonna yeah, that's happen. That's not okay at all. Uh-uh. No. See, now I'm now the mama gotta come over and break somebody else's tailbone. Like you saw what my son did to your daughter. Now you want me to do it to you? I'm good.
1: Can I'm, you just see? Then you go get your son a go tooth, and people know he ain't the one to play with. He's
0: not. He's not the one to play with. See? Hey, dragon breath. Ooh, I hated go <laughs> teeth. Mm. Mm, I hated gold teeth growing up. It just made me think grossness. I don't know. Mm. All right. So, guys, I got a long one. So buckle up. Be patient with me. I'm going to try to read this at a higher than a fifth grade level with my vision. All right. So this one is titled, I faked being physically abused by my mom when I was a kid. My mom never hit me or my brothers when we were younger. Save for one or two times out of pure frustration. But she had a short temper and most days she would end up yelling at us for relatively minor things. This happened most around homework time when she would help us, but would end up yelling at us for not understanding the material. I have ADHD, so it was difficult for me to concentrate on homework for a long time. She would yell and berate me in particular until I was reduced to a sobbing mess and begging for her to forgive me. I think she did this to me more so than my brothers because I was a girl, and I also would argue back sometimes. This gave me a crippling fear of failure, which would result in breakdowns during class. I was regarded as a troubled child because of this, despite that I generally got good grades and was an overall good student. My father was effing useless during her tirades. He's a chill dude, but no matter how intense her yelling got or how unjustified it was, he would always side with her and tell us to consider your mom's feelings. The last straw for me was when she grabbed a chunk of my hair and threw a toy at me because I didn't understand the math homework. I decided at the age of eight, I did not want to live with her any longer And decided to achieve this by any means necessary. I read accounts of past child abuse victims, watched corny PSAs on uh, reporting child abuse on YouTube, and decided to emulate that. I started off by pinching myself until I got dark marks that could be covered but could also be visible, i.e. the back of my neck, arm, and wrist. I slowly amped it up to punching myself until I had bruises, giving myself tiny burn marks by heating up a fork and pressing the tips against my arm. When I watched an episode from a crime drama about child abuse and symptoms of it at home, I copied that. I ripped the head off my barbies and stopped raising my hand during class. I even peed the bed on purpose, sometimes because the the detective in that episode said it's a classic sign of child abuse teachers started to notice the marks and how I was less engaged in class. When they sent me to the social worker, I put up the act of saying my injuries were results of accidents. They were skeptical at first because I had a reputation of being a drama queen, as if that's a valid excuse to ignore potential child abuse. But when the injuries and behavior increased over time, they finally contacted CPS. And here in the States, that's Child Protective Services. When the agent came over to our upper middle-class house and saw our happy family, she was also skeptical that my mother abused me, especially when hearing from my father and brothers. I kept up the act. All these injuries were all my fault until the very last second and burst into tears when we were alone. I remember showing her a notebook I hid under the bed that was filled with nothing but lines. I hate you, mommy. After a year of pretending to be abused, I was removed from my parents' house. I remember a few nights before I was removed, my mom came to my room and begged to know why I was faking it all. I just kept quiet until she left. From there, I was tossed around the foster care system as well as relatives for over a year until my mom completed the necessary court-ordered parenting classes to regain custody of me. Needless to say, she yelled at me way less often when she got me back part of me is wracked with guilt and I basically destroyed my mother's life because she made parenting mistakes. I'm sure many other parents have. I gaslighted her into thinking she would beat me black and blue because of my lies. I divided my family into two sides where they either believed me or my mom. Her social circle was depleted when word got out that she lost custody of me. Worst of all, is that my dad divorced her a few years after the whole thing because combined with what he already heard and saw at home, he became convinced that she was abusing me behind his back. Funnily enough, they got joint custody. She was a good mom at times. Jimmy loves me and my brothers, and he even has somewhat of a positive relationship now that I'm an adult. I justify it to myself with two main reasons. One, the amount of effort and dedication I put into The abuse facade was a feat I never feel like I could do again, even with people who screwed me over slash betrayed me in very painful ways. Two, she was an adult and I was a child. I could not control my emotions as well as her. She should have never lashed out at her mentally ill kid, no matter how frustrated she was. For that, I will never forgive her. I will only confess what I did and why I did on her deathbed.
1: My first thought is therapy, like everybody, like lots and lots of therapy. Initially, when she mentioned that the mother, okay, let me figure out how to break this now. Okay. So initially when she mentioned the mother pulled her hair, my initial thought process was, okay, your mom did abuse you. Now there's obviously levels to it being continuous or whatever. That's not excusing the one-off, but nonetheless. Um, but to see the levels that you took this to, and then to you've almost convinced yourself that you you even at this age now, because this is clearly an adult talking now, that you are almost justified in your position. Like I know we've talked about giving giving people grace, and even sometimes as um, children. You know, and it's harder for kids to know you even need to give your parents grace because sometimes we see our parents as for lack of a better term, gods are perfect. Uh, we expect them to not have any flaws whatsoever. And I can understand why that is, but, um, I would figure at least as an adult, you would be able to have a different grasp on it. In a way, it's weird. I don't want to rate this a reaper because I don't want her to take us to a deathbed because you've, I mean, I hate saying it this way, but in a way you kind of have, you put a lot of burden. I'm not going to say you destroyed, but you put a lot of burden on your family and and directly your mother. I'm, I don't think your mother's proud. I would assume she's not proud of that moment or the lashing out that she had ever done. But I think the the levels you took it to, you were almost feeding off of it. And it's just a lot for me. I'm gonna have to. I'm going to need to ruminate on it for a second to kind of give my my rating. I'm kind of still all over the place with this one.
0: So so there's a lot here.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, if we go back to the very beginning of her and the mother being short and patient with the the schooling and the homework, and I find it similar. I think my son has a touch of ADHD. He can't sit still for a very long time without guidance but I mean I could just be making it up for making excuses like but my oldest has that problem of he can't just sit still and so there have been shouting matches at our house about homework for kindergartner I don't shout because you know they can't hear me anyway so there's no point in me we can't hear me and I need you to go calm down so we can have a conversation so I can, and and then coming out of COVID, I can imagine how many parents have been yelling at their kids because they don't get it. Because we're not teachers. We're not taught how to, we share our, we're teachers and examples and we're world, you know, they're going to follow any and everything that we do, our behaviors, right. but as a profession, as an educator, yeah. we're not educators. Yeah. And sometimes we don't know how to help.
1: Yeah. We don't have those nuances.
0: So yeah. I can see a parent like flipping out now berating and cussing my kid out and pulling hair and throwing stuff like that's a bit much mom Absolutely. like i would rate the mom's behavior at a poblano it can really really irritate others and it's it's one of those things it's it's up there i'm not sure you can take it you have to take it to your deathbed because sometimes parents you need to have conversations with your children even if they're adults about the things that you've made mistakes about because we Oftentimes, parents do walk around as if they're infallible, mm-hmm. and then when their children see them making mistakes, they no longer trust them. Or it's, it's a whole thing. So, yeah. yeah, we tell our kids all the time, "Oh, mom and dad make mistakes. Yeah. We sometimes are right, sometimes we're wrong." Um, so, anyway, that's kind of just a sidebar of. I would say that mom's behavior was a poblano behavior. Now, let's talk about the kid. First, I had to like suspend belief. So I've decided that I'm going to believe this story as it is, that it was an eight-year-old kid and that they were um, smart enough to do this because some eight-year-old kids are smart enough to kind of navigate the world to figure out and emulate what they see. So I'm not even going to, I've decided to suspend disbelief. I'm going to believe this 100%. Okay. And that, you know, maybe her ADHD actually made her super hyper-focused on a a thing and figured out how to make this happen for her. But to know how, I don't know, to like pinch yourself, punch yourself, and burn yourself? Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. And- if the mom knew she didn't do it, if you're, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you know, if I know I did not do that to my kid, if something happens and they're like, yo, he's got punch marks, you have a daughter this, that age. If you, she came up to you and said, this is what's on my body. First thing is going on. Like, who did that? Cause yeah. it wasn't me. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like if in, and you, she's blaming you, but you know, it wasn't you, you know, either somebody else is doing it. We need to figure out who it is or she did it to herself and we need to get her some help. Yeah, Like, you know, but I feel sorry for the mom because, I mean, I could imagine if I got convicted, if I lost custody of my kids, there would be the friend group looking at me like, nah, nah, homie, you can't, nah, not yeah. mine because that's Jordan and I want to choke you. You do something to mine, we might get all kinds of charges. Absolutely. So what she did was a reaper for me. The way that she handled her mom all of that, and then too as an adult, okay, now you know why you gotta wait to her deathbed? Just tell the truth
1: yeah,
0: I made it all up,
1: yeah, I
0: made it all up because you you pulled my hair and you threw a toy at me
1: yeah
0: and and maybe that will shatter the relationship that's that's still there, but the mom already already knows she didn't do it yeah. And I don't know. So that one out there, if we decide to suspend any disbelief and it is 100% accurate, I would say it's a reaper. I would say that she still hasn't learned as an adult why that's inappropriate. And if you burning yourself with a fork to blame your mama, dude, that's a level of crazy I have never seen.
1: It's So I think the part that had me so... So torn was her justification when she was older. She she initially says she justifies it by applauding her capability to do this. Now now understand that we're talking about a person who, when it came to school, she couldn't focus to save her life, but she was then able to pick up every single facet of detailing and showing how she was abused. See, it, and I'm,
0: I'm, I didn't take it that way. I took it that when she was doing her homework, it takes longer for her to. Understand it, okay, and it just takes longer to do it. So where it may take thing one, right, right, right. twenty minutes, it's going to take this person sixty minutes because they've had to stop and go. Yeah, and go.
1: it's a different process. Yeah, and for me, I'm not, I'm not, I don't necessarily mean it in the context of saying, and I, I, I think I may have misspoke the way I said it. I didn't mean it in the context of you could have put that same effort towards. Your schooling that you did there, it's more okay, we understood that there was an issue, or she understood that there was an issue with her in, in learning, but she was able to then take this other style, however however you want to define it, and use it to go on this long term plan that disrupted her entire family status now, as an adult, my position would be, okay, what did you learn from this? The first thing she mentions is how skilled she was at doing this. Go all the way back to the beginning. She initially mentioned, I think the reason my mom did this to me was because I was a girl and because I would argue back. I feel like the second part of that, because she, I mean, obviously she named two things that her brothers weren't. Her brothers aren't a girl. And they didn't argue back. But if you think about how most people are combative, you're more likely to argue with someone who's going to argue with you. It's very hard to argue with a wall because mm-hmm. there's no response. So, and that's not to say that her Brothers because they're boys. But based on what she said, it's like, okay, well, you are you argue and you're saying your brothers don't. Now, does that mean her brothers were scared? You never mentioned that your brothers were abused. You actually said that they weren't. So I would almost assume that your position of how you responded had more to do with it. But this whole thing is a cluster. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna leave the other part out. It's just the whole cluster. I don't want it to be a. I don't want her to take it to her deathbed. Mm-hmm. I am gonna write it as a reaper based on how we do things here. Don't don't put your mom through that. At this point, like you're you're an adult. There's a lot of drama here. Figure it out. Go to therapy.
0: Get get some work, please. There's got to be a bit of like of a sociopath. If I'm saying that right? Yeah. Because I mean, you burnt yourself just so you, just so you could be like. You, it's your fault because you yelled at me doing homework? Like, that is crazy. Yeah. And, yeah, that's nuts. I mean, and, you know, you can't blame the divorce on her solely. I mean, clearly there may have been issues. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you just okay with upheaving your whole life. Like, that's some sociopathic stuff. And then to say that she will never forgive her for yelling at her while she was doing her homework. She will never forgive her. right But you uphe... You upheaved an entire life. You ruined a life, almost, or caused this so much conflict. Mm -hmm. But you're the one who's thinking, like, I'm never going to forgive her. Yeah. And you're going to wait to your deathbed to what? Like, cackle? Like, that's right. I lied because you did this. Like, is that your goal? Like, think about how that's a long-range plan. Like, mom's about to die. I got to be there. I got to see her.
1: I shouldn't laugh. you whisper mom. You yelled at me. She's gonna scar. Though? And
0: you gave me. You
1: hit me with a toy. She's gonna do it like Scar did Mufasa.
0: Yeah, and then she's gonna be like, "That's why I called the people on
1: you." <sighs> and Then she's gonna like let her arms go, and she's gonna fall from the rocks. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sad.
0: Yeah, like it's. I mean, really, th- oh, wow. she literally said, "For that, I will never forgive her, and will only confess what I did and why I did it on her deathbed." You waiting for the law, lo- you are waiting for your mom to get sick enough to be in hospice. You in hospice and you wanna bring this shit back up, yep. you are a terrible human being. You like I said, like you wanna wait till you're about to die. Awful. Like, hey, you know what? Remember that time they took me away? I did it because you yelled at me when we were doing homework, bitch. Like, I mean, because that's the only other thing that's appropriate. So if her mom is in a
1: see, so it makes me think. So if her mom isn't in somewhere like hospice, but her mom has like a car accident, and you know, like it's been an accident. She's gonna be trying to like speed to whatever car accident her mom's in. Or if they're like, your mom's unresponsive, she's gonna be trying to like clear and get her mom to come back and be like, I did it. And then like, let her go. Stay
0: away from the line. Stay. I did it because you yelled at me. Like, you know, like. That's a love. Yeah, yeah, that's a
1: sociopath. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, think about the long range plan. A part of my life I have been petty and vindictive. There you vindictive. go. There you go. I'm not anymore. But I can hold a grudge. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. holding a whole different one. This is a whole nother level. That Shh. See, this makes me interested in knowing, like, how long can you hold a grudge? Like, do you hold a grudge against your parent for, like, yelling at you? Like, I couldn't imagine. Could not imagine. But, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I'm going to keep that one at a reaper. Yeah, and, I agree. All right. So, what? what's your last one you have for this week?
1: Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> my last one is titled... I used another kid as a human shield in a bouncy house. When I was a kid, like about eight, I think, I went to a party of a friend's my mom knew. So we were in the bouncy house and there were kids doing cartwheel. There was one coming near me and I could have gotten out of the way, but instead I grabbed another kid and put him in front of me. It was a joke, of course, but I didn't actually think he would get hit. Unfortunately, he basically got smacked in the face with a foot and then he came out crying. I simply walked away and never saw that kid again.
0: For those with kids, it it is real. I thought they're in them bounty houses, though. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. People jumping, balls moving. I can see it happening. I kind of want to be like, smart on you? I don't... Is that inappropriate? Like, kudos?
1: So... Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. At
0: eight years old, like, I'm kind of impressed with your uh, your skill set. I mean, some quick thinking. Yeah. Like it's,
1: you was like, could I move or should I use you? You know what? It's going to take me more than to move out the way. Here you go. Boom. You take that. Ah. ah. Mm.
0: That's, it's funny and it's cute because I can see a bunch of kids and then all of a sudden, like, ah, uh, boom. Like, let me get out of here. I don't want to get hit. I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> Man bouncy houses are though like kind of dangerous yeah i mean they just go wild in there up jumping up and down don't fall in a bouncy house and get, and oh, get it's trampled
1: over. it's over well, it's like being in a ball pit it's over like if you fall so we we took our we took our children um my wife and i we took our children on a trip and we were at a place that had uh like a bouncy area recently and all the kids were about a certain height, size, no problem. Then there was this uh taller kid who got in there. And you know, I don't I don't even really blame him. You know, when you're a taller kid, bigger kid, you kind of end up doing things a little bit more extreme than everybody else because at that point you're not gonna get the same excitement out of uh the slides and the bouncy house that everyone else is. So this this giant child, comparatively speaking, of course, because I don't know the child's age or anything else, but I could clear, you can clearly tell that they were older. And I don't mean like how we talk about, we have some kids in our group who are just bigger. Like, no, this kid was clearly maybe fifth grader, or sixth grader kid. He's climbing up the slide part. And one kid went to go slide down while he was doing that. And the kids slid and that kid proceeded to jump when they slid down and grabbed them as they were sliding down and slung them back up to the top
0: whoa yeah
1: like i was like oh yeah no uh my kids no come down we're not we're not gonna be near gigantis we're not gonna do that um because i don't want to have to fight a kid so we're not gonna do that that was just a lot for me so when i when i listen when i first read this one i initially chuckled i'm not even gonna lie i was like that's smart that's really smart i just don't want my kid to be the kid who got used as the shield right that's that's i i know that's terrible because i know. There are some other parents on here who agree too. So I don't feel like if you're judging me that I really care because I know you would agree too. You just don't want your kid to be the kid who got cartwheeled in the face.
0: Right. So. Right. See, that's why I would give this one a bell pepper. And of course, we know the kids thing, but it's kind of one of the, it is kind of funny. Like, remember that year I I used Tyron as a human shield. Like that would be fun. Like, you know, I have a Tyrone shield and everything.
1: (laughs) He walked away, though. That's the dope part. So there was a scene. You know this. When that kid howled from that kick in the face, a bunch of parents responded. A bunch of the kids stopped playing. And it was almost like the scene of a crime. And he just kind of like, kind of dipped back, slid out the entrance, went somewhere else. And nobody was none the wiser. I guarantee there was probably one person who knew he did it.
0: Well what what did he do though? Te- well, okay, yeah. That is kind of criminal. That is te- uh, technically if you were an adult, that's kinda like, uh, it's yeah. criminal, I guess. I I I guess. <laughs> it's pretty funny though. Like I guess maybe it's not funny. Maybe I might since sensei- I cause I'm seeing all these kids in the bouncy house and it's kinda like it's either me or you, homie. And I, I don't know you.
1: Somebody's going to get it and they going to be me. I'm
0: going home, homie. Like, you ain't ever going to find me. Yeah. I'm going to get a soda can. I Listen, at least it was that and you didn't get soda canned. Like, get out of here. <laughs> That's, that is all I'm saying. You didn't get soda canned. Yeah. All you got to do is roundhouse to the face or whatever.
1: <sighs> roundhouse. They probably kicked out his go front, though.
0: <sighs> See, I'm going to have to go call my brother and ask, yo, did so-and-so have a go when we were at... So-and-so school. Because I, 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 sw- I would swear it. But you know how like your memories start to all mush together? Mm-hmm. So it could have been when he was in high school. I know he had it. Because I used to stare at it. Because he used to shine. Like it would shimmer off the light and the sun. we were like, look at this. He's got-. He was a really dark and black guy. And 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 for the contrast. Yeah. And yeah. he had this gold. And that does it for this episode of Picture If you like today's show, help us out, subscribe, and send the show to two friends. Uh, If you've not done so already, join our Facebook group, Pick Truth, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
1: Also, we post the videos on YouTube for the audio. Um, Please also don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe.
0: All right. Thanks. See you next time.
1: Later. We can't pick truth without you.
0: Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat.